0: And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
1: My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com tapiphone tap There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care.
0: And welcome to Web Crawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into some of our favorite mysteries each week. We will introduce our topic, lay out our research and findings, reveal some conspiracy theories, and conclude with our own hypothesis.
2: I'm Allie Siegel. I'm Melissa Stetton, and I'm I'm right here. But you gotta give me like two <laughs> seconds.
3: What's going on, Maria?
2: My input, because I restarted my computer, I had to put my input back in. (laughs) This is a real shit show. I am so freaking testing, testing, testing. Is everything good? I think we're back in business, baby. And then a velociraptor comes (laughs) over your shoulder. (laughs) And I'm producer Maria. Someone slits your
0: throat. (laughs) Maybe. We'll see. We'll see how long she lasts. Melissa, who are our patrons for today?
3: We've got Carolyn, Katie, Danae, Stephanie, Leon, Shelly, Sean, and Hannah.
0: Guys, welcome to the team. Will today be the day that I finally do another Bigfoot erotica? We'll never Mm. really know. I hope it will be. We'll see. Melissa. Yes. I'm so excited for our episode
2: today. What's it about? Well, you guys know clowns. I've heard of them. I've heard of those I heard of you them. heard of them? I know two clowns. I'm looking right at them.
3: Oh. oh. That hurts. <laughs>
2: that hurts. <laughs> well, you know how
3: clowns never used to be scary? They were like these love- lovable, goofy weirdos. What happened between then and now to change our perceptions of clowns? I don't know. Tell us. Were clowns really trying to murder people during the clown panic of 2016? <gasps> Oh, Are you ready no. to have some fun?
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I knew something was happening. <laughs> Pie to the face. Okay, let's start off. You know the classic clown song. No, I don't.
0: What I don't know the classic clown you song. You do. You do. Yes. You have know, heard. I, mean, I know this class- it's you classic. You heard it. It's one you of those love classic it.
2: Classic clown song.
0: <laughs> this is classic. I'm gonna walk down the aisle to
3: that. With those big floppy shoes and holding a rubber chicken instead of like a flower that squirts water, yeah. So this song is actually from 1897 in Czechoslovakia.
0: Oh my god! Its
3: original name is called "The Entrance of the Gladiators," and it was a military war march song. Okay, that's interesting stuff. I found the original music for it. Just picture a giant army. (laughs) Okay. How nice, right? Yeah. Yeah, just armies marching around to
2: that song. Love it. Thought that was interesting. Yeah, learn something new every day. That's a big, that's a big, uh, like, that's like a Snapple fact. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> remember the Snapple cap
0: fact? Is that it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, or, how can I forget? Uh, remember the Snapple lady? I think something horrible oh, happened yeah. to the Snapple lady. Wait, what? Yeah, hold on. Uh-oh. Gotta get to the bottom of this. Wendy Kaufman.
2: She's still alive. She was on Celebrity Fit Club. It seems like she's thriving, Allie. I don't know. Oh, she had a Coke addiction for years. Yes! No. Thank you! No! <laughs> Oh, no, Wendy. Us Us Weekly, Snapple Lady Wendy Kaufman reveals her past drug addiction. I did try Coke, and I loved it.
0: Hell yeah, bitch. Same. (laughs) Yeah, who among us have not not enjoyed railing lines while having a pink lemonade Snapple? Didn't like it.
2: (laughs) What was your guys' Snapple go-to? Mine was always uh, uh, lemon. I loved lemon. Ew, that's so Ew. weird. Like a lemon tea? Yeah, like a lemon Snapple. I think a lemon Snapple's really, like, nice. I like the peach tea. It, peach is good. Peach, peach tea was good. a good
0: one. I can't remember what the flavors were.
3: You can't remember Snapple flavors? <laughs> no, because there was one that I... <laughs> Loser. <laughs>
2: Snapple was like a thing, and it's not a thing anymore. Like, no one drinks Snapple anymore. It was such a thing. Yes, the Diet Peach Tea was what I liked. lemon was where it was at. A lemon Snapple could really get me going, could really take me to a (laughs) new level.
0: It's so refreshing. It's so refreshing. You pop open a Diet Snapple. Oh, God, do you remember when they made the green tea, and that was really bad? No. No. Yes, I'm reading an article. Huff Post, Wackiest Failed... Snapple flavors.
3: Oh, no. Oh no. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> no. oh, no. Oh, no. Buckle up.
2: Samoan Splash. Diet Trapa <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, th- this is when Snapple got a little too big for its britches. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Uh, well, okay. it was a cocaine fueled business. Yeah, making up
2: Jeez. four
0: in the morning, making up new flavors. Like,
2: Snap a rockarola.
0: <laughs> Perfect, Jackie. Start the Perfect assembly
2: Jack. line. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Make Jackie. the label. Let's go. <laughs> It's just a stick
3: figure <laughs> with a piece <pizza> of fruit. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, we okay. derailed the episode. Back to Back clowns. Back to these clowns.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
3: Those people over at Snapple were a bunch of clowns. <laughs> Good, tell me about it. Okay. Uh, where was I? History of clowns. Okay. Okay. So ancient Greece, there were clowns in ancient Greece. They were bald and they wore additional padding in order to appear large and chubby, so they wore fat suits. Oh, my God. Yeah, performing in plays, they would poke fun at the serious villains, and then they would throw peanuts at the audience.
2: It sounds fun. fun.
3: Then ancient Rome had several types of clowns.
2: Yeah, Caesar. Yeah. Anytime you say they were, they had clowns, that's all I can do is think of <laughs> someone being a clown. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, eat you, Brute.
3: <laughs> clown. Clown. Uh, day nada. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Sanio, were, they were a popular type of mime. Another clown oh. was stupidest.
2: <laughs> what was that noise? It was Craig opening a bottle for pickles. Something it was just exploded. <laughs> was Craig popping open a Snapple? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think they'd hear it. But uh, no, I guess it was really the perfect loud. sound effect. <laughs> <Yeah>. It was. <laughs> yeah, let's hear it one more time. Oh, there oh, it is. There it is. Wow. <laughs> pretty good, huh? Pretty, yeah. fun.
3: pretty fun. It's pretty good stuff. Uh, so yeah, Stupidus the Clown. Hence our <laughs> word stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Which was Latin for senseless mm-hmm. fool. So Stupidus was known for his innuendo and riddles. Oh boy. And the ability to mock his fellow performers in slapstick style fights. Like a regular stooge. This clown this clown's a regular stooge. What a clown. <laughs> so he used scandals of the day for his material, and nothing was too sacred to be the point of his humor. So it's like an SNL. Yeah. This guy, this guy back in ancient Rome. <laughs>
2: this guy's a whole, there's a walking SNL skit. <laughs>
3: And of course, the English royal court jesters who were hired for entertainment, we all know of the jugglers and the, you know, whatever those guys. Now let's talk about some more modern day clowns. So the 1950s and 60s clown experience was totally innocent and fun. It was completely different from today. You had Bozo the Clown. You know who just bought the rights to Bozo the Clown? David Arquette.
2: Oh. That
3: makes sense. Oh, to do like a movie about?
0: Yeah, like movies or TV or whatever it is he's planning on doing, but he just bought uh, the rights to Bozo. That makes sense.
3: Yeah. But like I was watching some clips from Bozo's Circus, the show this morning. He is terrifying. Yeah. He has those like arched eyebrows, his crazy gross red hair. Like he's a scary... He, so, looks did like, you guys pe- watch? he looks like Pennywise. He
0: looks like Pennywise. Did you watch Bozo the Clown? No, I no. didn't do clown shit. You didn't watch Bozo the Clown? No. Oh my I... God, he looks... Exi- okay, he,
2: he's 100% is modeled off Bozo the Clown.
3: Well, yeah. Pennywise's model off of Bozo and Ronald McDonald.
2: Where did this makeup come from? Like this Bozo-esque makeup? Because like where... Like I'm assuming, was it like Italian, like or like Commedia dell'arte or something like that? That's a good question. I didn't. I do did not know.
0: Wow, the word clown comes from the Icelandic word "clooney," which means
2: clown <gasps> person, which means star, star quality through and through, which means <laughs> yeah. Hollywood, Hollywood elite. I found it. Whiteface
0: Clown was originally designed by Joseph Grimaldi in 1801. It has its face and neck covered with white makeup, mouth painted into a grin, and black eyebrows. His clothes are extravagant, and he is a sophisticated character. He has the highest status in the clown hierarchy.
3: <laughs> okay. Well, not to, don't brag. I'm at
0: historyofcircus.com.
3: <laughs> History of circus.
0: Save
2: com. tab. Save set as homepage. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. So Bozo had like the classic clown look. You guys never watched the Bozo show? No. I mean, I know what it is, but no one told me. It I was think on. it might have been because it was filmed in Chicago. The one I watched. And it was there was this grand prize game at the end where the kids had to throw the balls in the buckets and they kept getting further away. And I was so mad be- when they would miss it. I'm like, "You idiots! It's so easy to get these balls in the buckets." <laughs> and I wanted to play that game so badly. I would just be furious when they would lose. I was like four years old.
0: <laughs> All that stuff is apparently like impossible to win.
3: I mean, I've seen people win it before, but like they they cheat like at the carnival.
0: Yeah, it's the car- the carnival stuff. Like they, they rig it so you can't really win.
3: Yeah, the carnival stuff, that is shady. Yeah. But this bucket game, people have won it, but it's hard because the ping pong ball bounces out of the bucket a lot.
2: Mm, so you got to not throw that. it low. You
3: don't think of that. Yep. Nope. Yep, yep, yep. But this show, there was an eight to 10 year waiting list for tickets to go to this show. Oh, my God. It was God. so popular. Why? It was so... Because there's, there's an audience of kids. And it was so popular. It was from oh, 1961 yes. to 1995. And then they, it started as a TV show. And then they franchised his image. So there could be Bozo shows like all over. And so I was looking up... Because Ronald McDonald and Pennywise... Or Ronald McDonald and Bozo both look like Pennywise. And so the origin of Ronald McDonald is this guy named Willard Scott... At the time, he was a local radio personality who also played Bozo the Clown in Washington, D.C. on WRC-TV from 1959 to 1962. He performed using the moniker Ronald McDonald the Hamburger Happy Clown in
2: 1963. Uh. I think the three of us are are hamburger happy clowns. Hell yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hot dog happy, hamburger happy.
3: I got some fat burger the other day. Oh <laughs> nice. I got some shake yeah. shack the other day. Oh hell yeah. A thin hell did yeah. you get
0: one of those thin burgers?
3: Oh hell yeah. And a potato roll.
0: Oh nice. I got a big fat burger from Fat Burger. I got <laughs> yeah, the double. I got the double.
2: A double. Wow. Like
0: I'm on this crazy diet and like I just listened. I'm getting my period and I just needed to smash a burger. Sorry. <laughs> sometimes no, sorry. you gotta smash
3: a burger. I get it. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes when you're so hungry, you're like, I just need a hamburger. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the I, like, greatest thing like, have, I hamburgers. haven't had
0: carbs in like a month and I was just, I, listen, I needed Yeah, I needed sometimes
3: it. you need it. So in, 19, in the 1970s, the National Lampoon published a series of comic books in the pages called Evil Clown, which featured a character named Frenchie the Clown. So that's Uh kind of when clowns were like starting to turn evil or like people were like depicting them as like evil characters. So being a birthday clown in the 60s, 70s and 80s was like a super popular thing. One of the more famous birthday clowns who is partly responsible for the fear of clowns is John Wayne Gacy. Yeah. He played Pogo the Clown at birthday parties in children's hospitals and he also murdered and sexually assaulted 33 teenage boys and put their bodies underneath his house that he shared with his wife.
0: But you're forgetting the most important part. What? He's also an incredible artist. <laughs> Is he? You didn't know this about John? No, I don't keep up about, about John. John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> look up John? Google, Google image John Wayne Gacy uh, art. He just draws pictures of clowns. <laughs> yeah. It's so creepy.
3: Oh. Oh, I've seen this before. I didn't know that yeah. was his art.
0: Yeah, they have like art exhibits of all his weird paintings. Ew. I
3: he know. He draws Isn't that pictures so of creepy? clowns. Yeah. Oh, what a clown.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah.
3: So the media used a photo of him in his clown costume, which like did not help reputation of clowns. He didn't murder the boys while in the clown costume that was just his job it was like a birthday mm. party clown mm. so yeah, like don't shit where you eat yeah exactly <laughs> so that was like a one of the big turning points for clowns and the 70s was also a huge time for the satanic panic fear of pedophiles so you've got this guy going around dressed as a clown murdering and sexually assaulting young boys. So that like got, every, got into everyone's consciousness and everyone was like totally freaking out. So like John Wayne Gacy like for sure solidified the idea of the evil clown. And that became like a trope in horror movies and comic mm-hmm. books and all that sort of stuff. And John Wayne Gacy was sentenced to death in 1980. And I, his final words when he was executed were, kiss my ass.
2: Whoa.
0: Okay, Bart Simpson.
3: Yeah, like cool. <laughs> that's,
0: that's it. Kiss
3: my ass. Mm. Weirdo. But then a year later, 1981, some kids in Boston started reporting men in vans dressed as clowns that were trying to lure them with candy. Uh, oh. And then the Boston Public School District sent out memos telling parents to keep a close eye on their children because clowns are trying to kidnap them. Like, they sent out this memo, and everyone was that like, what the so fuck, scary. there's clowns trying to kidnap our children? Do you remember in our, we did that Satanic Panic episode, that it was a school or a daycare, they sent out that letter saying that, like, Satanic rituals may or may not be happening at our school. It was called the McMartin.
0: Oh, yes. there Weren't there, like, underground tunnels or something?
3: They claimed that there were, like, Satanic rituals happening, and, like, everyone's like, what the fuck? Fuck is... Go- like, and there was nothing going on. There was nothing happening. Oh, God. So, anyway, then the s- police started targeting clowns and pulling them over to search them. What? Oh, my God. They, they would pull them over, and then, like, 20 clowns would get out of the car. <laughs> 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 What's going on in there? But, like, nothing was ever really found. But, like, of course, if they're a birthday clown... They're going to have, like, kids' toys and, like, candy and balloons. So, oh, like, how do you no. know what they're up to, you know? Are they luring yeah. kids? Or are they going to work? Like, you are they, know. Yeah. <laughs> and then there were scary clowns in movies. So the first representation of a scary clown was in 1982 in the movie Poltergeist. Oh. The clown, it's the doll oh, that yeah. pulls the boy under the bed.
0: Forgot about that.
3: That's the first clown that's, like, evil.
0: Oh, I forgot. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And then Stephen King's It in 1986, Pennywise. Oh God. And he was creepy because he morphed into each child's worst fear. That was, like, the most terrifying. And then there's this video I found of a old-timey McDonald's commercial. Oh, and no. And then... Uh, and then it's spliced with uh it where like the where pennywise lures a kid into oh the into the sewer and it's like very similar like the commercial's like hey kid try a new hamburger and the kid's like i don't know if i should <laughs>
2: oh and my it's, god like, try the hamburger <laughs> and
3: like if they go back and forth it's like very it's very similar and i think stephen king even said like yeah that was his inspiration was this mcdonald's oh my commercial. god yeah
0: that's
2: amazing
3: and then there's an actual name for fear of clowns it's called colrophobia
2: colrophobia
3: it's not clown phobia for some reason it's colrophobia yeah. <laughs> and it can cause panic and nausea and it's a very rare phobia but a lot of people found clowns find <laughs> clowns creepy <laughs> if not downright scary and it's partly from the prevalence of evil clowns in pop- popular culture. However, according to researchers, there are psychological reasons why we fear clowns. To begin with, a clown's makeup can be unsettling because it hides the person's identity, but also it hides their feelings. Yeah. Like, you don't know what's going on on their face. And then, so the makeup can send mixed signals. So, like, if the clown has a painted-on smile but is frowning, like, that fucks with our brain like it's 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 uh like the uncanny nature of the makeup. There's like the oversized lips, the eyebrows distort the face so the brain perceives it as human but like slightly off. Cuz like something that's smiling and laughing while trying to murder you is like horrifying. That's like the most horrifying yeah. thing. So when your facial expressions don't match your actions, that makes people uneasy. Yeah. Also clowns are highly unpredictable. They're mischievous. It's like, they're going to squirt you with water. They're going to give you a flower. Like, we don't know. They do. They're all out to trick. They're little
2: tricksters. Yeah. You know
0: know who has colorophobia? Who? Who? Johnny Depp. Oh, does does he? Yeah. He's afraid of clowns huh i know i'll i'll put this up on the patreon i know some stuff about clowns because i had to write a fetish article on clowns for vice a while ago
3: oh wow and they
0: never published it for whatever reason what? i do not know why i know but yeah, then it was that classic classic journalist thing where like two weeks later they published it from one of their like staff members
2: oh like, they wrote what? their own
0: they probably didn't want to pay me but uh, I will read the article on the Patreon, but it's all about clown sex, uh, how, what, what clown sex is, what it entails, uh, and some other stuff. I interview some people. I interview a um, clown fetish expert from the documentary Killer Legends, which is about clowns. So
3: how dare that. they not publish that? It's fucked. That's fucked. Okay. And then there's the Uncanny Valley. So, that's huh. a term used to describe the relationship between the human like appearance of a robotic object and the emotional response it, it evokes. So, in this case, people feel a sense of unease or even revulsion in response to humanoid robots that are like realistic, but there's like something off, like the Black Hole Sun music video.
2: Yeah. And like
3: the Polar Express. Yeah. and some dolls I don't,
0: know this. I don't know this
3: the uncanny valley no the black hole sun thing
2: black hole sun won't she come i've
0: heard the song
2: it's oh yeah it was crazy. big in like
0: 1990
2: yeah oh i'll have it's, to watch the it's, video it's, it's really creepy I... it's really creepy yeah oh, people's God. faces
3: are like morphing into weird shapes and like it's oh. just it's so creepy And so one of these theories on why this scares us so much, so much is its resemblance to a dead body, huh? like people's faces that are slightly off. So we want to stay clear of disease and infections. It's like a (gasps) innate thing in us.
2: Oh, it's like biological. That's so interesting.
3: That is crazy.
2: I love learning stuff like that. Like that makes sense. Yeah, it's pretty
3: fascinating. And then another reason is empathy so we're concerned that the humanoid creature we're seeing is difficult to empathize with. Like, we don't trust it. Huh. That's why clowns are a good example of this, because they have all the features of humans, but they're all, like, exaggerated. Yeah. So, like, we can't, We don't know if they can feel empathy or if we feel empathy towards them.
0: I'm just wondering, since the features are so, like, exaggerated, and that could be inviting, because I know babies, like like people with big features and that's why like you smile so big and open your eyes and things like that around a baby, maybe do special needs people or, you know, people with autism, do they like clowns because it feels like more inviting or, you know, the features are larger, perhaps it's more comforting. I, and like the colors, I don't know. Or is it the opposite?
3: Interesting. You bring that up because there's a thing called supernormal stimuli That is the psychological concept that explores how we are naturally more attracted to things that are exaggerated and blown up. I think that's why we like Disneyland so much. Like everything's so big and shiny and like unrealistic.
0: Well, also like that's why a lot of actor or actresses have big features like big mouths, big eyes uh, and things like that. Because we like that visually, especially on screen, it's more attractive to us.
3: That's interesting. Yeah, because the um, the Queen's Gambit girl, like she has yes. these like big eyes, and it's like yeah. But she's Anya Taylor,
2: Anya Taylor Johnson. Yeah, jo- Johnson. Anya Taylor. Angelina
0: Jolie, uh, right? And uh, it's not Anne Hayes. Uh, Anne Hathaway.
2: I think if I saw Angelina Jolie or Anne hathaway in real life i'd probably be like those are the prettiest people i've ever seen well you don't know have you seen them in real life i have a picture with me and anne hathaway at the teen choice awards 2002 thank you very much i'm sorry what what were you yeah (laughs)
0: what that's explain what can you send it to the group chat yeah no, why what? have you been sitting on
3: that why have you not posted this on instagram in a tbt
2: <laughs> yeah it's there so i got it was she, it. It's was somewhere she pretty I go find it. yeah she's gorgeous she's like sure she was like 18 or 19 she's gorgeous wow me little maria me like wafy little maria being like <laughs> like you know okay like we get it you're skinny picture. <laughs> yeah weirdo. cool way to just yeah. tell that
0: story so everyone knows you're skinny um 14 year old was at, <laughs> one time i was at ucla uh camp i went there when i was in elementary school to this rock climb. no it was a sailing camp so weird or rock climbing i can't remember um <laughs> you can't remember if you're in the
2: water or you were
3: climbing <laughs> Two the opposite activities <laughs> I don't know. It was snowboarding, surfing. I don't remember which one. <laughs> I, don't remember. I don't
0: remember. Listen, anyways, they were filming Buffy at the UCLA Ooh. campus, and I got to take a picture with Seth Green.
2: Oh. Hey. Okay. All right. That's cool. Yeah. Put that in yeah. the pot. Put that in the pot. Yeah. I got my <laughs> Anne Hathaway. You got your Seth Green. Melissa.
3: Well, I actually... <laughs> I have met Seth Green. I used to intern at this show called Robot Chicken.
2: Oh my god! Really?
3: And, wow. Yeah. Like oh two thousand. So many jobs. Five two thousand six. Okay. I've been to his house. He's friends with an ex boy
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> Melissa, way to one-up us. <laughs> um, I'm just, just saying. Just, just I went saying. over to his house,
2: and he just told saying. me about th- this girl he met at rock climbing sailing camp, and we laughed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't get her off his mind. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, weird. Now that I'm remembering, I do have that conversation with him. <laughs> weird.
0: Let's take a quick break for announcements. Web Crawlers has a Patreon to get access to rewards, bonus episodes, uh, videos, My Week in Weird, Bigfoot Erotica, shout outs, discounts. Please go to patreon.com slash webcrawlers. You can donate as little as $2 a month to become a patron. Also, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and we will read your review on our mailbag episodes and call our hotline, baby. And we will play your voicemail on our mailbag episodes. Now, back to the program.
3: Okay, so the superner- supernormal stimuli thing is like s- is so interesting. So this Nobel Prize winning ethologist named Nicholas Tinbergen, he's huh. the father of the term supernormal stimuli. He did these experiments where he could create artificial stimuli that were stronger than the original instinct. So, here's some examples he constructed these plaster eggs to see which one a bird would prefer to sit on. And he found that the birds chose the larger eggs that had more defined markings on them in a more, like, saturated color. It was like this glow bright egg with black polka dots, and the wow. bird would select that over its own, like, pale, like, speckled eggs. That's so crazy, I swear. Yeah. And he found that territorial male stickleback fish would attack a wooden fish model more vigorously than a real male if its underside was redder huh. so it would go after like the artificial fish more than the real fish
2: because it was more f- like flashy and it was yeah. probably like you're not gonna you're not gonna take over my territory like i'm the yeah. flashiest fish around here
3: and then he constructed cardboard dummy butterflies with more defined markings than male than that the male butterflies would try to mate with them in preference to the real females.
2: Oh my gosh! <laughs> Porn it's like much? sex dolls. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. So initially. Perhaps these clowns were like more appealing in like the Disneyland sense, like a, a blown up, shiny version of a person. Huh. And then all of a sudden they just turned into these evil, like, eh, they're a little too real. <laughs> they're a little too too creepy. So then I don't remember this. This is a thing that happened, the twenty sixteen clown panic.
0: I you don't remember that? I vividly remember it. I, it was a I whole thing. This.
3: It was a lot of pictures of clowns.
0: Like hiding in the forest and things okay. like that. Or in parks at night, or they were like seeing places.
3: So this began in Green Bay, Wisconsin in August 2016. So five pictures of a creepy clown roaming a vacant parking lot under a bridge in downtown Green Bay at night started going viral on August 1st. And then a Facebook page was created shortly after claiming the clown was named Gags. And then the pictures ended up being discussed on a bunch of news outlets, including Fox News. And it turns out a Wisconsin filmmaker said that the pictures were a marketing stunt for an unreleased short film called Gags.
0: Oh, stupid.
3: So those were the pictures. But people like that kind of started this clown panic. But then more sightings began. And in South Carolina, there were reports that clowns were lurking in the woods outside of a town in Greenville. One woman filed a report with the sheriff because her son saw clowns in the woods whispering and making strange noises. No thanks, bud. And at the time, it seemed like just like a weird story of the week. But then this was the catalyst for local news hysteria across the nation. There were a ton of clown sightings. Almost like certainly due to copycat pranksters. But here's an example. A man in Kentucky was arrested for dressing up as a clown and hiding in the woods in Alabama. A woman called 911 because she was terrified after seeing a man dress like a clown in a Walmart parking lot. Schools in Ohio were closed for clown sightings.
0: Okay, this I remember. I remember that. I was like, okay, now it's getting weird.
3: (laughs) So weird. And then a clown in New York chased a teen out of the subway. And then in October, the Russian embassy in London issued a warning for Russian and British citizens because of the clown scare. It was like a national thing that was happening. And a White House reporter asked a whi- or asked a White House spokesman John Ernest for President Obama's opinion on killer clowns it, like at like a briefing, and he said, I don't know that the president has been briefed on this particular situation. obviously, this is a situation that law enforcement is taking quite seriously. like it reached the White House
0: that's so yeah, I remember this being an international or i don't know if it was international, but a huge phenomenon that was yeah. on the news every day.
3: That's so crazy, so like no one was seriously injured. But there was an incident of a teen getting stabbed and killed. He happened to be wearing a clown mask at the time. But the police report says his mask was like pushed up on his face at the time. So they don't know if it was related to like the clown panic or like what happened with that. Oh, God. And then several New Zealand stores took down their clown costumes (laughs) from their shelves. And then the school district in Ohio issued a ban on all clown costumes and clown masks. Target even pulled clown masks from its website. And the village of Memrum Memrum Cook, New Brunswick, asked residents not to dress up as clowns for Halloween. Employees of theme parks were instructed to remove any horror costumes and makeup before leaving work.
0: That's so insane. Oh, my God.
3: And then I found the story of a lady This in 1990, Marlene Warren was shot at her front door by someone wearing a clown costume. They were carrying flowers and balloons and a gun. Like she opened oh the God. door and this clown just like shot her. And then the case went cold for 20 years until Sheila Keene Warren, who married Marlene's widow, was arrested. Like the woman who later married this woman's widow was arrested. And at the time of Marlene's murder... This woman, Sheila, reportedly worked for Michael. She worked for this dude. And she had been considered like a suspect for a long time. But it took investigators 27 years to make an arrest. And by that time, she had married Michael in 2002, moved to Tennessee. And they operated a restaurant for like 20 years. And so during this investigation, the DNA linked sheila to the murder and in 2017 she was arrested and charged with first degree murder and they found receipts from her buying a clown costume
0: oh god and they
3: found her hair fibers in the wig and dna was in the getaway car which was from michael's used car lot so there were so many pieces of evidence but it took them 27 years to arrest her
0: jesus christ
3: and then there's this thing called wrinkles the clown it's so crazy. I've never heard of this.
0: I have. I watched part of it, and then I thought it was a full documentary, and then I realized it was one of those like documentary movies, so it's not a full documentary. It's like a documentary oh. slash horror film. Um, So then I stopped watching it, uh, and I haven't finished it. But yeah, I remember this. It's crazy. Yeah.
3: So Wrinkles the Clown is a character created by an unidentified performance artist living in Naples, Florida as part of this like huge art project. He's like this curmudgeonly homeless man who dresses as a clown and hires himself out to parents to scare kids for a few hundred dollars. He offers to come to their homes and frighten misbehaving children.
0: It's crazy. And the character first
3: appeared in a video on YouTube in 2015. In the video, he was emerging from beneath a young girl's bed in the middle of the night He appeared in several more videos. He was either frightening children at their homes or engaging in disturbing behavior. Like he was waving to to motorists from the roadside at nighttime. So this was right before the 2016 plant So I wonder if wrinkles had something to do with that, too. And then stickers with the clown's face and a telephone number began appearing around Florida. Like stickers with like call wrinkles the clown. Oh, my God. And then in November 2015, there was an interview in the Washington Post. Wrinkles claims to be a 65-year-old retired and divorced veteran who moved to Naples from Rhode Island. He was, like, sick of being this, like, boring retiree. And so he bought his clown mask online, and he started to make stickers and business cards with his phone number on them. And over the next few years, he got really popular. Like, Florida teens... Posted photos taken of wrinkles on social media, and wrinkles himself said that he now receives hundreds of phone calls a day. But oh my God. there's this documentary in 2019 called Wrinkles the Clown, and it like debunks all these claims made in that interview as having been made in character. As the retiree who's depicted in the film is revealed to be an actor hired by the real wrinkles. Oh. oh, so this old 65 year old man is not the real wrinkles. The real wrinkles oh, God is is much younger. And he claims the 65 year old man is an alter ego. He created to explain who was under the mask. The real wrinkles indicates he's a performance artist with the wrinkles videos and viral campaign being part of this long running and complex art project.
0: That guy's got too much time on his hands. Yeah, it's
3: creepy. (laughs) But there's a phone number you can call. So like parents can be like, well, we're going to call Wrinkles the Clown if you're misbehaving. And kids are like, no. Not Wrinkles. No. And then we come to a clown cryptid. Oh. So Sam Sam the Sandown Clown. He was a strange supernatural being encountered by two young children vacationing at Lake Common Sandown in the UK in 1973. So they heard a sound like an ambulance siren, and the children wandered into the woods and they saw this, like, being that they described as a cross between a clown, a robot, and an alien. <laughs> okay. It was
0: interesting. It was shy.
3: But it was friendly. Aww. And it spoke kindly to the children for almost half an hour before they returned to their parents. And it's seemingly vanished after the encounter and has never been seen again. Oh, did you did you Google image?
0: Oh it? yes. This guy's cute. Yes.
3: He's a nice clown. He's a nice clown. Yeah, sweet. So the clown's demeanor was shy but friendly, and it told the children it was scared of humans and it would not defend itself if it were attacked. <laughs> Oh, God. It claimed to drink water from the stream after cleaning it. And it would gather berries, which it ate in a very odd manner by thrusting its head forward and somehow moving the berries back and forth between its eyes and then down to its mouth.
2: What? That's <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it could write
3: in <laughs> English using pencil and paper. And upon being asked, it told the little girl that its name was Sam and that it was all colors. When asked if it were human, it said it was not. It, it's, either these kids are making it up, or this is some crazy person in the woods on acid. Yeah, wearing
0: like a tin, <laughs> wearing like a tin hat with big eyes.
3: <laughs> yeah, the being's head was described as being too large for its otherwise thin frame, and it's shaped like a nearly perfect sphere. It had white skin, and it had the consistency of paper, while its hands and, and feet only had three digits on each... <laughs> what? Its face was painted. Two blue triangles were the eyes. Had a flat brown rectangle for a nose and its mouth had thin yellow lips shaped like an oval. This is Sam okay. the Sandown Clown. This is the cryptid. This
0: is like some kids made a drawing and then they went out <laughs> to the woods yeah. and then they decided to eat some mushrooms that they saw and then... Uh, <laughs> then this chaos ensued yep
3: okay and that i mean that's it for the clowns
2: today that's all i got can i say as you were doing that i just like typed in where did the red nose come from because i was like where's the red nose and let me just read you this legend of where it could have come from Uh because i think it's pretty not not um awesome Uh oh so another legend this is from wonderfulengineering.com it So the, they say, like, the Fratellini brothers in the 1860s were, like, you know, doing this stuff with clowns. But they say that in 1860, a poor German circus performer dressed in ill-fitting clothes was accidentally driven into the show ring, like the circus show ring. Apparently, he fell and blood sprouted <sighs> from his nose, giving it a vibrant red color. Oblivious to the, his embarrassment, the crowd chanted, chanted a augusta or whatever that clown is a word used in german slang for a fool and thus the signature red nose of the clown was born that's so, <laughs> so it's blood that's so
0: embarrassing, such it, was embarrassing blood. it was blood it was someone
2: fell and they were drenched in blood on their oh nose oh my god
0: and the crowd loved it wow
2: and the crowd, went wild.
0: crowd went wild i believe
2: it that makes sense
0: all right well I, this was great. I learned so much so much about clowns. Yeah. And join the Patreon if you are curious about clown sets <laughs> and just want to get a full <laughs> education on clowns. Anyways, I am Allie Rubber Chicken Seagull.
2: I am Melissa Honk Honk Seton. <laughs> and I'm producer Maria jugg- Juggle 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 these guys. <laughs> <Lesucci>. <laughs> juggle these guys. Okay. J-
0: j- j- juggle in. Juggle these guys. <laughs> All right.
3: <laughs> Bye. <guys>. Bye. <laughs>